I'm sure you've heard of the two-for-one sales in different retail environments, be they grocery stores, a Walmart, a Target, a place like that. But for this podcast, you're getting a two-for-one as well. A two-for-one intro to two of my books, Climbing the Faith Ladder and a Few Random Thoughts. These two books have two things in common. I end both of them with sermons that I've preached. And number two, the other other thing that they have in common is they're not sports or Christmas. So, and that's the first time I've tried to write books of either variety. Climbing the Faith Ladder and a few random thoughts. My third and fourth books in my book library, they are available from Amazon.com and I'll talk about both next. My book, Climbing the Faith Ladder, was born soon after I preached my first sermon at what is now my former church in Shawnee in early 2018. I found myself thinking back on various points in my life in church when I have stood up in front of the congregation to do everything up to and including a sermon. I had a lot of people encourage me, and I am very thankful to those that have. I did something a little different with this book, too. Your normal books, the normal ones that people write, and most of the ones that, and four out of five of the ones that I've written too, have chapters. Chapters from one till 10 or 12, however many you decided to put in your book. But in the spirit of the latter theme, instead of calling them chapters, I called them steps. And as I was writing this book, all the way up to the end of my first sermon, which was called The The Way We Think of Love, I thought that I was going to be able to follow the same pattern that I followed with Royal Memories and Tales from the Road to Christmas. I thought I would be able to have an epilogue for this, but there really wasn't an epilogue to do. I couldn't do it because the steps, although ended the first part, although the first part of the steps, that's what I'm trying to say, ended as well as they did with my first sermon, there were a lot of steps that still needed to be made. I am not ruling out the possibility of writing a sequel to this book, but it's not going to happen right away. The reason is simply this. There's a lot of steps that still need to be made, and I'm not even close to being ready to move on. I will level with you, though. I am getting very, very 
discouraged on one hand, anxious at another. Discouraged that it's taken as long as it has for these steps to finally happen. But also encouraged that I feel like I'm finally in a position to to maybe possibly make some moves towards this dream of ministry. I talked about that in my relocated dream edition of Log Talk Radio on the 27th of June. And I also have a podcast, excuse me, that I have made already, which led into and featured this very broadcast. I invite those of you who have not had a chance to listen to either of those So please do give a listen. Okay, back to the book. The steps that I've taken so far, I won't go into all of them in detail, but I do feel that progress has been made. It's just that it's not, the finishing touches aren't going to happen in the state of Kansas. They'll happen in Missouri. And as I said, I am not ruling out, I am not ruling out a sequel to this book. Climbing the Faith Ladder is available in two different volumes. I have made two different volumes of this. They're available through Amazon.com, and I have them available through Terry's Bookstore. If you choose... To, to buy that particular book. And if you want to do it on my Facebook page, click on that book title. It will take you to my Amazon page, amazon.com slash author slash Terry Runyon. My, my name, all in lowercase. And you can buy that book, especially from the page. I linked my bookstore page to it to make it easier for people to get to. Climbing the Faith Ladder is available. In addition, a few random thoughts are too. And this one, I did not really set any boundaries at all. I kept the thoughts clean. The chapters are pretty much self-explanatory. What you see is what you get, which is what I shared on a past edition of Blog Talk Radio. Definition of a hero... Celebrities, True Colors, on a team's past, present, and future, Changing Opinions, Disenchantment with Politics, oh my goodness, for our cats and dogs, and I also, what turned out to be in my next to last chapter, it was my second sermon that I preached in August of last year, which was called Seeing God's Full Picture. I threw in an extra thought, and in addition, I have another volume where I added two extra thoughts. So if you want 10 of them, I believe I had the price at $12. Look at my author page, it will give you better details. But if you wanted wanted 10 of them, it would be $12. If you want 12, I've added some extra. And there were some thoughts that came to me soon after I had published this book, which was late last year. So I have two different arrangements of a few random thoughts. I want to share with you specifically the chapter about cats and dogs. 
because this is a sensitivity of mine that I have had really for five years, if not perhaps even longer than that. Just a second here. I want to get to that page. I haven't had this book open in a while. Anyhow, here we go. This is from chapter 7, and I'm quoting all the way through it. To start this thought, here's a family feud question that Steve Harvey never thought about. Name the one thing that could cause me to end a break or lunch period early. The number one answer in a runaway would be a commercial about mistreated animals. I passionately hate these. It breaks my heart when I see any animal get abused. And since I'm a cat lover, I'll add these two words, especially cats. It is a problem without a doubt. When people provide harm to those who want to love us. Donks and cats want to be our best friends and should be given a, a chance to be such. In these commercials sponsored by the National ASPCA, the ASPCA stands for Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, we're told that with a donation of $19 a month, we would receive a picture of a pet that we were helping to save. The more I heard this particular message, the more I felt like that wasn't enough. For five months in 2016, the local SPCA got a little more than just my $19 a month. They got me. In the five months that I volunteered there, I experienced the good and the bad. I volunteered in the cat area of the shelter, socializing with as many cats and kittens as I could. From Siamese to Tabbies, there was a wide selection of cats that I could easily socialize with. One of them, named Jasmine, was one of the sweetest cats I had ever met. Every day I visited the shelter, it felt like this cat was wondering when I would finally get into that room. We had a very special friendship, but unfortunately for me, Jasmine was adopted Valentine's Day weekend. To the best of my knowledge, she still has a forever home, so for that reason, I'm very happy for her. I worked on the dog side of the shelter only once, and it was to help out a former school classmate and still good friend. She had lost her dog early in 2016 and had come to the shelter looking for another one. I mentioned that I would not influence her thinking in any way. This was her decision. Proud I am to say she was able to find the dog she wanted and still has him to this day. My satisfaction was in knowing that I was there for her as she found her forever friend. My other two memorable experiences started good but didn't end that way. I volunteered for the SPCA's annual Potini event held at Union Station and enjoyed the complimentary Chipotle meal that we had. Bob Fesco from 610 Sports hosted a charity auction that night and it was good to see him. But one of the volunteers wouldn't let me pet a cat that she was holding on to and it became very clear to me this atmosphere was making me uncomfortable. The idea behind this night was for the people that had the money, the ones wearing the tuxedos and the super high-heeled shoes, would donate to the SPCA. In the summer of 2016, I had developed an attachment to another cat named Biscuits, who had a predominantly gold color. I had such an attachment to this cat that I thought it was going to be mine, and for the first time in 10 years, I was going to have a pet, but it got adopted elsewhere, 
ending my volunteering with the SPCA. We now own a black and white cat named Misty, who's the sweetest pussycat that I've ever known. We bought her at a Kansas City Pet Project shelter. Between 2016 and this year, I came to realize that the one thing the SPCA really accomplished for me was making me interested in pets again. We love Misty very much. As far as the $19 a month idea is concerned, it seems to me that we could do a lot more for animals in this country. Shelters could use toys, food, water, and other items too. More of us, regardless of age, could take the time to volunteer. I would think that dogs and cats would love it if they knew more people truly cared about them and their welfare. Dogs and cats want to be our friends, and I think more of us need to help make this happen for all of them. That has been a strong suit of mine for a number of years. I cannot watch the commercials that are sponsored by the ASPCA. Number one, they're sad. And number two, you're gonna they try to make you believe that nineteen dollars a month money is the overall answer. No, it is not. The pets need a lot more. And that's one of either 10 or 12 thoughts that I put together in that book, A Few Random Thoughts. That book, along with Climbing the Faith Ladder, are both available through Amazon.com. Click on, if you want to go to Terry's Bookstore and go to my page that way, feel free to do so. Click on either the ebook prompt or the paperback. It makes no difference which. Please make an effort to get one of them. Climbing the Faith Ladder, or a few random thoughts, or the ones I've talked about already. Stadium of Royal Memories or Tales from the Road to Christmas. All four of them are available. Please pick one up, and I do believe you will be very glad that you did. Final thoughts for this podcast are coming your way next. My mother was nice enough to say on my bookstore page was that, that I'm an original and I tell it like it is. That means a great deal to me. With these books, I was able, proud I am to say, to do just that. I'm really wanting more people to be aware that these books are out there. Facebook had me, when I put this store together, this store page together, get it to where people notice it. I'm sorry, I don't think that's enough. I'd like for people to buy the books as well now that they notice it. It just seems to me they're trying to say, notice it and, and then that's all she wrote. It's not easy to put a book together. And I admire the ones that have been able to do two and three hundred page novels as well. 
minor short stories. And they have been a labor of love. They're a lot of fun. And I hope all of you take an opportunity to at least buy one of these books. On our next edition of this podcast, we're going to talk one more time about a book of mine. And the book is my latest, Ramblings from the Radio. We will talk about it using also the broadcast that I had put together on Blog Talk Radio, talking about that very book. And it will be the last of the series. I hope you've enjoyed the series, this series of books that I've been talking about on this podcast so far, as much as I've enjoyed putting these together for you. The, pin- the final part of that series comes up next time. See you on the radio then. Until then, so long, everybody.